This episode is brought to you by Odd Mo's Pizza in Canby. Handmade awesome pizza plus craft beer, wine, and cider delivered. Order today at 503-263-8444 or visit them online at oddmoes.com. This episode is also brought to you by Canby Foursquare Church. Since 1978, a place to grow, connect, and serve. Sunday services on campus and online at 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. Learn more at canbyfoursquare.com. Welcome to Now Hear This Candy, your source for news. The threat of a possible teacher strike was avoided this week. There's a new irresistibly cute creature winning over fans, and its name is Scootaloo. Sports? It's like Lucy in the football. You want to kick a field goal, but they take it away from you. We had to learn how to win. Goal can't be in the last second of the game! And interesting conversations. Because I'm one of the strongest girls ever, and I know that for a fact. <laughs> I just really enjoy writing gossip as if I was a bear. <laughs> With an old maid daughter that makes the best moonshine in the coast. <laughs> if it would have hit me in the face, I think I would have died. I really do. It, it, it... I guarantee you would have died, man. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Welcome to the Now Here This Can Be Podcast. Happy birthday, America. We hope you had a safe and happy July 4th celebration this week. I'm John Gimeroy, and this is what's happening in our community. A pair of Portland men were charged this week in connection with the shooting of two Clackamas County Sheriff's deputies during their response to a June 30th burglary call. The two deputies, Dan Blair, an eight-year veteran and field training officer, and Jeremy McKenna, who is a new recruit and still in training, both survived with treatable injuries. The shooting happened around 7 a.m. Friday, June 30th, near Southeast Johnson Creek Boulevard and Southeast 70th Avenue in the Southgate neighborhood, about four miles north of Clackamas. The deputies were responding to a burglary call and arrived to find two men at the scene. When the deputies tried to detain the two suspects for questioning, one of the men, later identified as Tyler James Scott, 32, allegedly drew a handgun and opened fire. Both deputies were injured by gunfire, and at least one of them returned fire, but none of the shots hit the suspects. Other responding deputies arrived a few minutes later to administer first aid to the wounded officers and to take the two suspects into custody. Sheriff Angela Brandenberger told reporters Friday that one officer was struck in the arm and the other in the abdomen and ballistic vest. They were transported to and treated at Oregon Health and Science University, both being released later the same day. Scott faces charges of two counts of aggravated attempted murder of a police officer, two counts of first-degree attempted murder, felon in possession of a firearm, second-degree burglary, and first-degree theft. All four attempted murder charges are Class A felonies. Scott was previously charged with felony robbery in Clackamas County in November 2010, ultimately pleading guilty online court records show. He has also been found guilty of felony and misdemeanor charges of escape, resisting arrest, and interfering with a peace or probation officer. The other suspect, Joseph Ray Schaefer, 46, is not believed to have fired on the officers and faces charges of second-degree burglary and first-degree theft. Both men are from southeast Portland, according to police. 
They were each booked into the Clackamas County Jail and made their first court appearance Monday, being arraigned virtually before Clackamas County Circuit Judge Cody Weston. Scott's bail has been set at $1 million. This was the fourth incident this year in which county deputies were fired on by suspects. Out-of-staters rejoice. Amid a flurry of end-of-session activity last week, the Oregon House and Senate passed a new bill allowing Oregonians to pump their own gas across the state, ending a 72-year ban on the practice. The bill passed the Senate with bipartisan support in June on June 22nd and had previously cleared the House, 47 votes in favor with only 10 against. Back in March, it now awaits the signature of Governor Tina Kotek to become law, effective immediately. House Bill 2046 doesn't eliminate full service attendance, but rather gives motorists a long-awaited choice as to how they would like to fuel their vehicles. Under the new law, gas stations must still dedicate at least half of their pumps to full service for those who are elderly, disabled, or simply prefer it, and they're required to offer self-service and attendant service at the same price. This bill strikes a balance between consumer preferences, business needs, and employment considerations, said Senator Janine Solomon, Democrat from Hillsborough and one of the measure's chief sponsors. It provides Oregonians choice at the pump while still protecting access to the elderly and disabled community members. In a rancorous legislative session that included the longest walkout in Senate history, the bill was a rare example of true bipartisanship. Because I belong to a commercial fueling cooperative, I have pumped my own fuel for years, said Senate Republican leader Tim Knopp of Bend. I have yet to light myself on fire. I have yet to cause any problems whatsoever as it relates to self-serve gas. I know Oregonians are ready. Though there have been intermediate years and exceptions, notably in rural countries in 2017 and during the pandemic and other disasters in 2020 and 2021, this charge marks the first time since 1951 that Oregon has permanently allowed the option of self-service gas across the state. It also makes New Jersey the only state in the union to still prohibit drivers from fueling their own vehicles. In most parts of the country, full-service gas stations have long been a relic of the past, from a time when pumping gas was more complicated, inconvenient, and even potentially dangerous operation. But advances in technology and convenience brought about proliferation of self-service gas stations throughout the 1970s, and the practice soon became the new normal in the 80s with the rise of credit cards. The Northwest Grocery Association and advocate for retail and food suppliers claims that jobs won't be lost because half of gas pumps are already closed due to understaffing. The provision in the bill to staff half of pumps reflects this statistic, effectively reopening gas stations that are understaffed. The bill also streamlines the existing patchwork rules regarding self-service gas for all Oregonians, including a 2015 law that allowed self-serve gas during nighttime hours in rural and coastal counties to help fuel retailers and drivers, and a 2017 measure extended this allowance to all hours in rural counties.
Malala Mann was one of two fatalities in a two-vehicle crash in Douglas County in southwest Oregon this week. The crash occurred shortly after noon Wednesday, June 28th, north of Gardner, a historic community on the banks of Umpqua River near Reedsport, about three miles from the Oregon coast. According to the preliminary investigation by Oregon State Police, 35-year-old Raymond Lewis Ebby, E.B. Jr. of Malala was driving his silver GMC Sonoma southbound on Highway 101 near mile marker 208 when he crossed into the oncoming lane for unknown reasons. The GMC Sonoma collided head-on with a white Toyota RAV4 operated by Shauna Michelle Coolidge, 51, of Florence. The force of the crash rolled the GMC over onto its roof, where it came to a rest blocking the northbound lane, police said. The Toyota left the roadway and came to an uncontrolled rest down a small embankment adjacent to the northbound lanes. Both vehicles sustained heavy front-end damage, and sadly, both drivers were declared dead at the scene. A three-year-old child in Coolidge's vehicle was transported to Lower Umpqua Hospital via Lower Umpqua Ambulance with non-life-threatening injuries and later transferred to Sacred Heart River Bend in Springfield. The Marion County Sheriff's Office is investigating a fatality at an Aurora home where fire crews responded to an explosion Thursday evening. Emergency crews responded to the call at around 7.22 p.m. in the Deer Creek Estates area where they discovered a house on fire. The Aurora Fire District responded to the scene assisted by neighboring agencies including Canby Fire, Tualatin Valley Fire and Rescue, and Hubbard Fire. Fire crews discovered the victim as they worked to suppress the blaze, the sheriff's office reported. There were no other victims and police have yet to identify the deceased. The sheriff's office is investigating the incident with assistance of Oregon State Police, Aurora Fire and the Oregon State Fire Marshal's office. A little goat from Canby took home big honors on the national stage last month, being crowned the coveted title of National Grand Champion Buck by the National Pygmy Goat Association at its annual convention in Red Bluff, California. Raised by Z Bar Z Farm in Canby, the two-year-old caramel-colored pygmy buck and newly minted Grand Champion is known as Oh Mickey You're So Fine. Yep, get ready to have that song stuck in your head for a long time. Or simply Mickey. For owner Lori Zeiss, who showed her prize buck at the national convention, the honor was a dream come true. It's a big deal, Zeiss told The Current. This doesn't happen every day. I've been breeding goats since 1995, and I've competed nationally five or six times, but never won before. Mickey does have the advantage of a championship pedigree. His sire, a product of Fairview Pygmy Goats, was last year's national champion, and that's not all. The great-grandsire was national champion in 2011, and another buck from that line was champion in 2015, Zeiss said. The lineage of these animals is really strong. 
Pygmy goats, like other livestock, are shown and evaluated by expert judges on how well they conform to the ideal animal based on agreed-upon breed standards and characteristics. They're looking for confirmationally correct animals, Zeiss said to the judges, more than a dozen of whom participated in the national convention. Animals that are in good condition that produce themselves. Of course, they're looking for the appropriate weight and age, and he fits everything. He scored very well with most of the judges. It can be baffling to the uninitiated, but one thing's for sure, it ain't easy. We raise the animals with a lot of hands-on care, obviously, she said. We feed very well. These animals eat what we call green gold, alfalfa, and very high-quality grain mixes. They're lead trained from about two to three weeks old, and we handle them daily. The stars, like Mickey, get their own stalls and own runs with custom padding, which can be sophisticated or as DIY as sliced up pipe insulation or pool noodles to protect the ranch's investment. For Zeiss, the experience of winning a national title is one she won't soon forget, culminating a dream her family has pursued since her daughter, longtime Clackamas County Fair Assistant, Superintendent Angie Zeiss, broke her ankle in the sixth grade. She needed something she could do at home, something to focus on, Zeiss recalled. We went to the fair and looked at all the animals, and the pygmy goats were in the very last barn. She took one look and said, that's what I want to do. And that's how the whole goat thing got started. Oh, yeah, I did it. I finally did it. I did the one-minute death run on Fortnite. Wow, Tyler, that was awesome. And it only took you 38 hours to do that. What was that? Nothing. Hey, have you ever thought about entering a tournament for prizes or scholarships? Yeah, but, I mean, there's entry fees and stuff, right? Nope. DirectLink, our local internet provider, has just announced a partnership with Fiber Gaming Network to offer free entry for their active broadband subscribers into national online tournaments. Wow, that sounds pretty sweet. So how, how does it work? Dude, it could not be easier. They have lots of different events each week for gamers of all skill levels. Folks can join the Fiber Gaming Network Discord server and connect with other players to form parties, play together, learn tips and tricks, and more. It's moderated to foster a safe and inclusive environment for all, too. Plus, I even heard that Fiber Gaming Network is working with recruiters from college esports programs to find talented new players. There are actually a ton of college scholarships available for competitive gamers now. Oh, so they have like a community aspect to it, too. That's cool. But there has to be some catch. Monthly charges, service fees, something. Nope. All DirectLink members on Fiber can participate for free. All you have to do is visit directlink.coop slash FGN to learn more. Then click the button at the bottom to sign up with Fiber Gaming Network. 
I've definitely got to check this out. Wow, they have, like, the best games. Rocket League, Fortnite, Madden NFL 23, NBA 2K23. Dude, Super Smash Brothers, Mario Kart, Overwatch. Oh my right? God. They even host trivia nights, too, and you don't even need a game console to play that. You just join right from your connected device, phone, tablet, or computer. Check out these categories. Taylor Swift, Nintendo, Spider-Man, The Office. Oh, sweet. We are so doing trivia, and we're going to destroy everything. Everyone. No kidding. I mean, you're the biggest Swifty I know. Taylor Swift for life. Visit directlink.coop slash FGN to learn more and sign up for Fiber Gaming Network events today. And so now it says Advantage Mortgage. Yeah. And it's got a huge QR code. Like oh, cool. Three foot over the rotary logo. Okay. <laughs> so as people drive, they take a picture, it takes us, takes them right to the, the website. But net website. Yeah. And then on the back side where it had something else rotary, it now we've got Advantage Mortgage. And then yeah, when it said Camby so, or says Camby Rotary, that just says Advantage Mortgage. So we rebranded three spots. Yeah. So tomorrow we're gonna unload it yeah. and all the the uprights. So you got the backboards, right? And then you got the uprights, and there's a, this wood. It's like two foot, and it kind of goes down to three, four foot, like this. Yeah. And you know, Rotary had that event for twenty years. Yeah. A long time. Yeah. So a lot of that stuff is branded Rotary, mm. or it was branded with their annual um, sponsor. Yeah. Because you can sponsor, right? A court. Right. They called it backboard sponsor, but yeah. it's not really the backboard. It's the upright. Yeah. And so tomorrow we're going to unload all that, put it on the ground, and paint it, mm -hmm. let it dry. And then we've got stickers right. that are going to go on. I'm not sure yet. Right. Okay. Well, I think um, what I'd like to do is kind of... So we got all of these stickers to go on. Wow. Those are big. Yeah. Nice. So they'll actually go on the front of the backboards? It's gonna go on the upright. Okay. Yeah, so all these will go on the upright and uh, and that way everything is branded yeah. rotary. Awesome. So uh, advantage mortgage. Oh I said rotary. You said rotary. <laughs> I said it. So everything is a, 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 a branded advantage. Yeah. Yeah. So that's our project for tomorrow. Awesome. That would look great. Yeah so that'll go go on all the uprights. Very cool. And then when our sponsors, their banner kind of goes down below here. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, the, that's tomorrow's goal. And then when we get done tomorrow, yeah. on Sunday, that trailer's going to move down to McLaren's mm -hmm. carpet. And he's been nice enough to let us park the trailer down there for nice. a month. Nice. And it'll get parked perpendicular to 99. Oh, okay. So okay. it's basically a billboard yeah. on each side. That'll work great. So it says... You know, advantage, advantage mortgage, you yeah. know, the, the event, and just That'll get the word out, yeah. Yeah, it'll help get the word out. Yeah, 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 yeah. absolutely awesome. Uh, well, give us just a little bit uh, of an overview of what the event is all about. Yeah, so the event, it, it's it's all about community on this event. Yeah. And it's, it's at Waite Park, you know, three-on-three, three, street basketball, um, and Waite Park is just an amazing great spot for it because yeah. we close all four streets off yep and there's four courts per per side right 
And this year we're as I think we're last year we had 82 teams. Mm -hmm. I think this year we're going to be about 100 to 110 right yeah. in there. And so it's just a good community event. Yeah. Um, boys and girls come play some three on three basketball. All ages. All ages. Yeah. Um, yeah. Probably the most popular yeah. ages are that eight, nine, ten. Yeah. Really popular. Those are some of the bigger brackets. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, some of the younger kids. Uh, yeah. And um, and of course with the location we're going to have four food trucks there. Mm -hmm. And of course, you got Backstop, Abner's, and you got all the so it brings in good business for yeah. the other, the other ones around. But yeah. I think in general, it's just a good, fun community uh, event. Yeah, yeah, it is something yeah. when you got so you said four to a side, so it's about sixteen games, sixteen yeah. courts going on at once. Or? Yeah, we're, we have twenty-one courts. Okay. Last year we used about I think we used sixteen courts last year. Yeah. This year, if but that was with the eighty-two teams. Yeah. This year, I think we'll definitely be using all twenty-one courts. Right. This year. Right. Because I think we're going to be one hundred to one hundred and ten teams. Because it's one uh, one hoop per game, right? And they. Um, yeah, it's. It's uh, not like a full court. It's, yeah, it's, it's a half court. It's a game. half court. Basically. It's yeah. half court. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And each game is first first to twenty-one mm -hmm. or twenty-five minutes. Okay. So that way, new game is starting every thirty minutes. Yeah. On every court. Yeah, yeah, and then most of the games got done in 10, 15 minutes. Yeah, they yeah. they didn't go to the twenty five. Oh. Somebody got to the score. Yeah, yeah, and won. Um, and and who who wins? Yeah. There's different age brackets, and it's just whoever. It's just single elimination or double elimination or. Well, we're changing that okay. this year. So the way Rotary always did it is they did a three game minimum. Yeah. And with three-game minimum meant that they had to do manual bracketing. Yeah. Which means it was all done by hand on spreadsheets, very time-consuming. So that's how Steve and I did it last year. Yeah. That was tough. We spent a whole day creating brackets. Yeah. Hours and hours and hours. So this year, we're going to a double elimination. Okay. Uh, this year, which is traditionally what happens at most of these tournaments. So yeah. Rotary was unique in that they did a three-game minimum. Very unique. But it also uh, made it very difficult. So you had to do manual bracketing. So okay. this year we're using software yeah. to do the bracketing. Yeah. So we'll spend maybe two hours doing yeah. the bracketing mm -hmm. versus eight hours. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then the other thing we ran into last year is if there's any changes, we no sooner got the brackets done and we had a mom call, man, I'm so sorry, I misregistered. We do everything, yeah. And we had, yeah, it just threw everything into chaos. Yeah. So with our automated bracketing this year. And then this year it'll work to where um, with the automated bracketing, when, 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 the, when the teams check in, they'll scan a QR code mm -hmm. and the bracket for their oh, cool. will come up on their phone. Yeah. And then as we make updates, they'll see it on their phone. Yeah. We could send them messages. Your next game is here. When we post the score and who's moving forward, it'll all come up on their phones. Yeah. Because last year, well, Rotary's always had these big sheets of plywood yeah. inside the tent. Mm -hmm. And we're not doing any of that this yeah. year. It's yeah. all going to go electronic this Awesome. Year. Yeah, wave of the future. Which will really streamline. Yeah. yeah, yeah, very cool. So um, there's some changes like that that we're bringing to it that Rotary um, it ran it their way for 20 years yeah. and did amazing with it. So there's some things like that that we're tweaking yeah. this year. Yeah. It's really, it's really um, 
fun to see the variety of the teams that participate as well. I enjoy that each year from oh, the yeah. the weekend warriors, kind of the the YMCA dads right. that just play for fun a, right. a, with a few friends uh, to you know some of the kids teams that have uniforms and team names, you know, yeah. and, and coaches and, and yeah, yeah, really, yeah. Uh, really play hard. Yeah, yeah. It, it was Derek's vision to um, being in Rotary that once Rotary had done it for so many years. And they were they got to the point they're like, you know what, I think we're done with this as a fundraiser. Yeah. And then Derek stepped in and went, No, we can't let that thing die. Yeah. That, just that's such a good community event. Yeah. So then um, he purchased it everything, the trailer, the equipment, yeah. everything from Rotary last year. Yeah. So last year we ran it with them yeah. and they really helped us a lot last year in that transition year. And of course this year they're still gonna come and, and and help us on the day of not yeah. near as much but we've really taken over all the planning and and everything on it this year yeah. last year was a transition year this year it's full-on advantage you would say they they it. got the assist last year um they got credited with that no i'm kidding no no <laughs> it, 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 basketball statistics. that is yeah. yeah but when you and that's that's the push for this year is when we got done with that event last year yeah. everybody felt that it was a rotary event yeah everything was branded rotary yeah all the Rotarians were there with their Rotary at Work shirts. It just, when you walked away, when you were there, you're like, ah, oh, that's a Rotary event. Yeah. But it was really, Vantage put it on. Yeah. But we were so busy trying to understand it, learn it, put it on. Yeah. We, now we've got all that bedded, so now this year is all the rebranding. Yeah. Yeah. So that when people walk away, they go, wow, that was an amazing community event put on by Vantage Ball. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That's our goal for yeah. this year. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, well, I wanted to ask you because uh, not only did you guys, uh, you know, take it over and, and take on an event um, that, that had been put on by a different organization for so long, like you said, uh, but really brought it back. Because, I mean, it, it was last year was the first time after COVID and really yeah. it, it, you could have just as easily seen it just, you know, that's oh, totally. the end of it. Yeah. Um, so you guys really put in a lot of extra work. You didn't just sort of take the hand off of an ongoing thing, but really brought something back that, that didn't yeah. necessarily, you know, need to come back or what, wasn't necessarily going to come back without your intervention. So um, you talked about this a little bit, but why do you think Advantage and, and Derek and uh, Steve and you guys just thought it was so important to uh, put in the work and I know the resources and the money it takes to put this yeah. on. Yeah. Why do you think that was so important as yeah. opposed to some sure. other community event that you yeah, you know, so, could have supported? I think because if you look at it can be, I mean, Advantage Mortgage, we have been for a long time the local lender. Yeah. Other lenders have come and gone and other lenders are here, mm -hmm. but through it all, even back when Derek started Advantage, 20 years ago back in that original building that yeah. we just moved out of because yeah. that was Advantage Mortgage when he first started it. Yeah. And then it became Peak Mortgage, same spot, and then we became Academy and then we came back to our roots of Advantage yeah. and, and being brokers. Yeah. And so through all that, we've been the mainstay, what we believe is the local lender through all these decades. Yeah. And so we just felt that that fit in very well with we're local it's a local event mm. why not keep it going and your business right is a big focus on um uh residential homes and families right and this is such a family oh, sure centered, centered event yeah. i mean with all the kids involved and whatnot yeah. i mean it's really up there as far as one of the main ones it's really 
a big, you know, kid-focused event. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The amount of kids and parents and families coming to it, because yeah. they're all hanging out in the park right. all day long, picnicking, playing games. Yeah. And uh, absolutely is a family event. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. So the goal this year is the donations. We have chosen um, the Canby uh, Elementary Schools. Okay. And the money that we get is going to go to the elementary teachers and a fund for them to use whatever they need. Cool. So so that the teachers aren't having to go to their pocket for supplies. Mm. They can go to this fund. Um, the goal is that we're going to put 10000 into that. Um, obviously, that ultimate number depends on how successful we are. Yeah. But any profit goes to the school teachers, elementary school teachers, mm. can be elementary school teacher fund that's really neat um is what we've chosen for this year yeah and rotary they had they donated money to all kinds of different things yeah over the year but that's the one we're just kind of focusing in on on one will you pick year. a different one each year or is that going to be you know we're not sure, not sure actually yeah i think we'll we'll definitely reassess that after this year see how it goes how yeah. much we're able to donate yeah and we could redo that for next year yeah for sure yeah do the same one or maybe do something different yeah but yeah. it's a committee of us here at vantage we'll sit down and yeah Hash it over and go. Hey, what, what we, went wrong? What yeah, can we do better? Yeah, what can we do better? What, what, what went great? Yeah, what do we want to so, do again? Yeah, exactly. um, how can folks get involved? How can people, if they want to play? Oh, you're good. Oh, yeah. Come on in. Come on in, Derek. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We're just talking. Yeah. I just want to look at these. Oh yeah. Sorry. No, keep going. We're man of the hour. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so how can, uh, if people want to uh, join as a team and haven't done it before, uh, where can they get information about that? Yeah, they just got to go to uh, Nothing But Net. They just Google Nothing But Net. Mm-hmm. Canby. Canby. Nothing and, But Net Canby. Nothing But Net Canby. Yeah. And then they, it'll go to the website, and you can register a team. You could be a sponsor. Um, heck, anybody wants to come and participate, they just yeah. go there and get a hold of us, and they can do a team, a sponsor, any of that stuff. Yeah, it's yeah. All, it's all great. Yeah. And there's a registration fee, and that's part of the yeah. um, the, uh, the that goes to the uh, charitable cause you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, yeah. You go to the nothingbutnetcanby.com. You can register your team. You can donate. Mm. All that's on the website, awesome. and it's just all done electronically. Yeah, yeah. Very yeah. cool. Uh, one thing go ahead, that, Derek Hill. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Uh, one thing that people can do too is if they have an organization where they want to raise funds, if they want to help. Mm. With the event, yeah, we've we the we donated money to yeah. the event the, that they're part of for labor, if you will, for helping us run the event. So yeah. there are fundraising opportunities for organizations that want to come yeah. do that. So yeah. yeah, last year I think we had the girls cross country team. They yeah. came and did oh, the yeah. garbage, cleared the garbage cans, and they had shifts that came. Oh, sure, as an example of. You know, we'll hire local teens, sports teams yeah, to come boys help us. Boys basketball, they, we gave them like $1,500 last year to come yeah. help us set up and tear down. And yeah. uh, there's definitely opportunities to uh, yeah. get money for your organizations to help us put it on. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, Shannon, I'll ask you, Derek, because Shannon was, was talking about how you were, um, uh, he was singing your praises, that you were one of the big pushes to... Uh, bring this event back and bring it under the Advantage Mortgage umbrella. What What is uh, this event all about to you and what kind of appeal to you um, to make sure that it stayed around and, and uh, stayed strong? I think for me, uh, w- doing it with Rotary and doing it for so long, when you see the kids 
play. And then, like last year, it was such a big thing because I saw so many dads mm. that had kids that were playing yeah. that were like, I grew up playing in this tournament. Yeah. And so it just means so much to the people that are in this town. Yeah. And I just couldn't see Rotary uh, let it go. Yeah. You know, they, they, they'd they been running it for 20 years. They yeah. were ready to pass the torch. And luckily our organization and our team of people were willing to uh, keep it rolling. So yeah. it's, once you go, you've been there. Yeah. You see the kids and they're having a blast and they get the pictures and they got the t-shirts and they probably still wear them 10 years later at their yeah. high school reunion. <laughs> <laughs> Well, anyway, yeah, it's fun. I remember last year, didn't you have a big box of like oh, old yeah. t-shirts from, from the past years, from yeah, 98 and 23, yeah. 2003 and things that you were handing out? We passed out 100 old t-shirts. <laughs> yeah. Just oh, like, what are you going to do with these it things? It was great. We're People were like, I'll take them. Yeah, it yeah. Awesome. Yeah, we did have a lot of t-shirts. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, that's why. It's yeah. just, it's the second largest uh, event in Canby besides the big weekend. Mm. And so it was just, I don't know, for me, I just couldn't see let, letting it go to, and just falling by the wayside. So yeah. Steve and Shannon have been really integral in keeping it going and organizing it. Mm-hmm. And um, So for us, I think we're getting some good headway. We got a lot more sponsors than we had last year. Nice. Yeah. Um, some of the sponsors on there. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I've got doing really good on spot. And we started earlier this year mm-hmm. with getting sponsors last year was just so much about learning it yeah and that transition year and just trying to get our feet under us and and then once we went through it and learned we're like okay we got this and and then this year we've been able to do stuff like rebranding and more focus on sponsors and and doing the electronic bracketing versus the manual bracketing which is going to bring a whole nother dimension to it yeah yeah absolutely um so you mentioned the the food trucks uh, i know last year and years past there's been um, I don't know if there's been live music, but there's been uh, music playing, sort of DJed and whatnot. Are you yeah. going to do, do yeah. some so uh, stuff the in the gazebo? Yeah. Yep, same this year. Yeah. Um, we'll have the sound system set up. Yeah. Um, we'll have music just like we did last year. Um, but the, what we're changing this year is we're going to have one of our employees be a remote MC. Okay. And she will be walking around and nice. doing more interviews with the players. Oh, cool. How did your game go? Yeah. What do you think? Um, just walking around. Sideline reporter. Sideline <laughs> side interviews. That's the term. Um, engaging the Good players. Thing we don't have instant replay. Yeah. Right? right? <laughs> challenge. Challenge. Yeah. We'll never, we will never do the challenge fly. <laughs> you know, just engaging everybody in more conversation. Yeah. Um, that was one thing that was kind of lacking last year. So yeah. music's still going to be playing. Nice. Um, but a little bit more sideline reporting to help jazz it up a little bit yeah yeah very sure. cool cool and you encourage people to do, even if they're not basketball players or uh not interested in participating just coming out to watch and enjoy the 100%, day percent yeah. yeah i mean it's just a good afternoon in the park amazing shade trees yeah watch some games mm-hmm. go get shave ice go get lunch at backstop ebner's whatever yeah. um it's just a it's just a great afternoon yeah yeah awesome. you know and hopefully if you have a grandkid or a and one thing moving forward, if there's people that have organizations that um, in future events that people that need money, because we donate all the money back to the community. And yeah. I'm always looking for organizations that, you know, can need need funding that um, could help out, you know, that we could help out. So we love ideas. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. Thank you guys both. Yeah. Thanks for doing that. So we're just, you know, doing the best we can. We need to sneak up.
Tyler, did you know that the Australian lyrebird can mimic any sound that it hears, even chainsaws? No, that's uh, super interesting. Did you know that a baby puffin is called a puffling? Uh, or no. that baby sea otters can't swim, so their moms wrap them up in pieces of kelp until they learn how to paddle? Wait. Do you know any trivia that isn't, like, animal-related? Not really, but here's some stuff you may not know about the Wild Hare Saloon, where Camby goes to eat and have fun. Okay. The Wild Hare is one of Camby's longest-running, locally-owned restaurants. Owners Joan and Darren Moden have been in business for 16 years. That's cool. Yeah, heck, you were just a baby back then. I, and, wait, what? And they love to give back. They've been members of the Camby Chamber for that long, and they donate over $20,000 to local sports, FFA programs, and civic organizations each year. Wow, I'm legitimately like caught off. That's cool. Yeah. They also support more than 30 jobs in the community through their award-winning staff, some of them as young as 18. Hey, that's older than you are. Uh, dude, I'm te I'm 10 months younger than you. With, with the days getting longer and the weather getting warmer, the Canby Wild Hair's expansive outdoor patio is the place to be. Furry friends, welcome. Well, that sounds great. I'm going to go check them out just off of Highway 99E next to the Space Age in Canby at 1656 Beaver Creek Road in Oregon City or on their website at thewildhairsaloon.net. Are they going to be involved at all? They are. Yeah. This year. They Volunteers. are. They are volunteering. Yeah. Yep. They're going to be helping yeah. us on um, set up on Friday. Yeah. And then mainly on Saturday morning, they help with the um, registration. Yeah. That's where you kind of need eight or ten people just sitting there, that influx of people. Right. And then they'll also be helping us with um, sideline courts. Uh, yeah. What about the setup? I remember that was always They are. They'll be, yeah. they'll be some, there's some key people that are going to help us set up. Yeah. Um, Tony. Yeah. Uh, Hebling. Yeah. He will be running one of the big forklifts. Sure. He loves that job. Yeah. He's really good at it. Yeah. Um, Ray Keen's going to bring his little forklift over. He'll mm -hmm. be running that. Yeah. Dispersing things around right. for setup. Yeah. So we got some key people like that that love to help. They love running the forklifts. Yeah. And so they'll be there. Yeah. 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 These are, uh, 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 not IKEA <laughs> made backports. There's a certain uh, way to put them together. Oh, that, absolutely! Uh, yeah. If you've never done it before, yeah. I'm not sure intuitively they're, you you know exactly. How they're to do heavy it. duty. <laughs> they're very heavy yeah, duty. Yeah, they're not just your little plastic backyard. No, no, they're like you know, solid stainless plastic steel. Plastic base. Fill it with water. Yeah, no, yeah, those no. things will. No, these are live metal, all of us. Yeah, but I'm framed backboards. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. After the the nuclear holocaust. The, the whoever survives will, right, a yeah. thousand years later will find these and, exactly. and be able to uh, uh, archaeologically figure exactly. out what, what Camby was like. Um, but you know, the other thing too is um, there's an outfit, we rent that trailer out. Yeah. For, uh, for five for other events. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a company uh, up in Vancouver that's rented it the last quite a few years. Oh, cool. I didn't realize that. Yeah. yeah. They'll rent it and they take it up there and they put on the event yeah because they got all the backboards yeah. and equipment very cool and they yeah they put it on yeah yeah awesome um there was one other thing so, I wanted to ask yeah. but it's hard to believe we're we're about a month out yeah I mean it's June no so the other thing June 8th yeah Rotary always had it they were very set in their ways they always had it the last weekend of June yeah Sorry, last weekend of July. Mm. They always did last weekend of July. And so this year, we looked at when Hoopla was, mm -hmm. which ended up is the last weekend of July, because we didn't want to conflict with Hoopla. Yeah. 
And what is that? Hoopla is street three on three basketball, but in the in Salem. Salem. Yeah. Okay. If I've seen, I've never been to it, but I've seen pictures online. Huge. I mean, it dwarfs ours. Double the team. I've seen it. It's massive. So we didn't want to compete with that. Um, because here it's like you said, it, it's really cool because it's it's all around Wake Park, and you can literally stand in the middle of Wake Park and see all the games going yeah. on at once. Yeah. Uh, whereas Salem, like you said, it's a lot more, but it's much more dispersed. I mean, it's yeah. like over the span of like probably six to ten blocks. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. Huge. Yeah. So we moved it because we didn't want to compete in yeah. order to uh, give us the best shot at the at the largest. You hit our 100 to 110 teams. Yeah. We didn't want to compete with Hoopla. And then always right there is the Blazers have their basketball camp that they okay. do. Okay. And so we, we're, we'll always pick a weekend that we don't conflict with those two. Okay. Cool. Makes sense. And, of course, last year at the end of July, it was it was 100 degrees. It was so hot. It was freaking hot. Yeah, yeah. But everybody still had a good time. Um, fortunately, last year, the cloud cover kind of hung in there for the f- most of the morning. Yeah. And come about noon-ish, yeah. it kind of cleared up, and it, it was 100 degrees. Yeah. So mm-hmm. hopefully this year. Yeah. Now watch, it'll be pouring down rain. Right. Day. Well, I, I might um, take that over the heat, but no. But, um, uh, yeah. So what are the dates? So, uh, July 8th, okay. Saturday, July 8th. Yeah. Registration opens up at 8. Okay. I think as early as 7.30. Can you pre-register online? Oh, yeah. yeah. We Everybody goes online. Yeah. They register their teams. Okay. Do their waivers. Yeah. Uh, upload their documentation for age verification. That's all done online. Yeah. So, when they come, we just have the list there. Check you're here. Scan your barcode. Here's your, your bracket. Yeah. Um, what size T-shirt did you order? Yeah, and they're registered. They're cool. they're good to go. Cool, awesome. But okay, yeah. So we're we're really in, looking forward to seeing, making sure our automatic or bracketing works this yeah. year. Tell me again what, what the date is. July eighth. July eighth. Okay. Yeah, cool. Saturday, July eighth. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, and you're gonna start seeing. You should start. We got a couple banners up now. Yes. Um, we got two more to put up. You're gonna see the trailer go down at McLaren's. Um, we just got, uh, let me show you this, we just got, so we can walk around. So a lot of the businesses oh, right cool. here, they'll either put up a poster or they'll put some flyers out. For yes. Us. Awesome. So, yeah. Very cool. So all that sells, so it's this last big push of marketing yeah. to get the word out. Awesome. And hopefully, but it's like the literally the last two weeks is when everybody registers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like right now, I think we got ten teams registered. Right. Right. But within the last two by three weeks before, you get a hundred. It'll yeah. go, and then two weeks before. Yeah. But last year, we, if we could, if because of the manual bracketing, we ended we could have ended up with ninety teams last year. There's mm. about eight teams that we just couldn't. They were just too late. Yeah. This year we won't have that. Yeah. We'll, we we won't do bracketing until probably Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll be able to take later comers. Yeah. Yeah. So absolutely, because we had several people just begging and pleading. Yeah. And after Steve and I spent and literally eight hours. Yeah. Bracketing. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like we we can't redo all that. Yeah. There's at some point you got. Yeah. Got it. But this year, non-issue. Yeah. Yeah. You'd be able to non-issue. Just type them in. Cool. So the only issue we'll have this year is if the website's down. Right.
Hey, I'm AJ. I'm your uh, local Oddmos franchise owner. I'm Mike, co-founder of Oddmos. And we're the hosts of the Odd Pod, a podcast about life in the pizza industry. We're going to have on some franchisees. We're going to have some different vendors on. We're going to get a snapshot of what goes on behind the scenes in the, the pizza world. Don't forget to tell them about the sports. They're sports. And the crazy wacky pizza that we have every Wednesday that we create. And we also have a special guest every week as well. And I'm Gage, Odd Pod senior sports analyst. Gage, who gave you that title? Me. Oh boy. Find us on Spotify and Apple Music and the Podbean. Now Hear This Can Be is produced by me, Tyler Clausen. Our content director and star reporter is Tyler Frankie. And of course, our show is edited by Cameron Clausen. We also feature the vocal talents of Joy Struby and James Walden. So a round of applause to them. The song that you're hearing right now is Can Be by singer-songwriter Olivia Harms, used with her permission. To find more work from her, you can visit her website, olivia13.com. Now Hear This Can Be is dedicated to preserving independent local journalism and redefining local news with our fun, fresh, and energetic brand of storytelling. Our sincere thanks to our local sponsors who make this show possible. Please show your appreciation by supporting the small businesses who support us. The production of Now Hear This Studios, Canby's locally owned, full-service audio, video, and media production company. Our mission is to produce the best content in the universe. And we'd love to help you do it. Find us online at nhtstudios.com. Um, I will take a motion to adjourn. I just moved it. I didn't even ask for it, though.